0: From the advertising media capital of the world, New Milford, Connecticut, wherever that is. This is Mostly Automotive Marketing with Matt Wilson, a bi-weekly-ish podcast about all things automotive marketing. Now, here's your host, Matt Wilson. Dude, whoa. Yes, here we are. Another episode of mostly automotive marketing with Matt Wilson. We've made it to several episodes. It's not really that surprising because, like, they just keep handing out podcasts. I mean, everybody has a podcast. The dude who paved my driveway last week probably has a podcast. I don't even know about it, but he probably has one about like, you know, probably all the people who pave driveways listen to it. He's like the it's his niche. He's the driveway paving expert. Lots of podcasts, and here is mine. If you like automotive marketing, maybe you are an automotive marketing director or a salesperson or a general manager or an executive manager, or you work for an agency or a vendor, I'm hoping maybe you find it informative and, dare I say, even possibly entertaining. Maybe. The topic for this episode of Mostly Automotive Marketing with Matt Wilson is website basics, mission-critical things, right? Dealership websites are like the Wild West. There's the big vendors out there like CDK and Dealer Inspire and, uh, and uh, Dealer.com. and But there's also like 500 other vendors. Uh, everyone has the name Dealer in their company name, by the way. But it's like the Wild West. There's a million of them out there. And there's a million different things you can do. Uh, changes, customizations. And I think dealers can get really caught up in getting their website not just right, but getting it to their liking. And I think it's important to think about what are things dealers need to focus on? What are those mission critical things to think about when you're either setting up your website from scratch or maybe you're switching vendors or you're doing an audit or your OEM has done an audit and you want to go through and make changes? Well, you know, what are those things, the mission critical things you have to think of? So that's what we're going to tackle in today's episode of Mostly Automotive Marketing with Matt Wilson. And my guests today on Mostly Automotive Marketing with Matt Wilson from Dynamic Beacon, the co-founders of Dynamic Beacon, Ben Kohler and Justin Brunn. Good morning, afternoon, evening, whenever people are listening to this. How are you doing, guys?
1: Doing really well yourself, Matt.
0: Good. Guys, good to talk to you. We've worked together before at uh, various stores that I've been involved in, and uh, you guys do a fantastic job, and you can plug yourselves at the end of this. But right now, I wanted to talk to you about some of the website basics and uh, mission-critical things, things that dealers uh, should think about, whether they're starting a new website from scratch or they're switching vendors. Um, what What are a few of the things that dealers should think about first when building a new site or changing sites?
2: I mean, I think first dealers need to really, you know, consider the platform that they might be switching to or the existing platform that they might have. Of course, they want to ensure that that platform is, is fully responsive. So regardless of the device you know, it's the best experience possible for that user. A uh, Dealer might also consider kind of the site load time of that provider that they're considering, again to ensure that the experience is as great as it can be, and making sure that that content loads extremely fast for each and every each and every visitor session. So those are maybe two of the initial things when they're looking at the uh, provider that they may consider.
1: And then, what yeah, about just to echo? Yeah, go ahead. yeah, just to echo there with Justin. You know, I think there's a tendency, right, as maybe dealers, you're evaluating different web providers and and templates and platforms or whatever the case might be to really have a mobile first approach and mentality. Justin was touching on that with kind of the responsiveness, say uh, of the site, how it renders on different devices, but really having a mobile first mentality or approach uh, as a dealership, as you're evaluating uh, a web provider, the, the templates that are there, what does the UX UI look like? uh really looking at things uh with a mobile first mentality i think is is really mission critical and
2: i I just want to add as well i think you know when considering your provider you might also want to ask probing questions kind of concerning you know your direct point of contact maybe how many accounts that individual may or may not be managing at one time you know you really want to kind of set your dealership up for success And you want to ensure that you're partnering with sort of the right provider that's going to be able to deliver the the sort of support that you're needing uh, during a site launch.
0: Yeah, support's a good thing. I'm going to go back to that in a second, too. But just looking from the mobile first standpoint, I bet you that's a problem for a lot of dealers. Like, I think a lot of dealers know that, right? But then when it comes down to it, they're looking at proofs of their website. They're going through the process they look at a lot of that stuff from the desktop, ver- the, you know, the, at the desktop perspective and then they kind of at the end go, Oh yeah, here's what the mobile looks like. Like I, I get it. That's important. But I, I do you find a lot of dealers believe that, but then have a lot of trouble like executing that during the development phase.
1: I think so. Yeah. And particularly, you know, as you're looking at say various elements, just say of, of the site itself and starting first with the homepage, you know, one thing that comes up quite a bit are those, those sliders or, or banners and, you know, seeing how they render, you know, there's a tendency to want to put a lot of information, say, on some sort of a homepage slide with various offers and, and information about that vehicle. And then you're trying to squeeze in disclaimer language and the like. And on a full desktop, you know, you feel like you've got plenty of room there, right, to work with and, and provide all that information on some sort of a slide. You then go to mobile um and it's all of that content or information is virtually Legible then, um, and so this is kind of one example um, uh, of an instance where you know you're thinking maybe from uh, from a desktop perspective and viewing everything on desktop versus not then uh, looking at mobile. And that's just one among many,
0: for it, sure. It's funny you bring that up because I wrote that down here specifically. At my last job as the marketing director of a Nissan group, I was on a one-man quest to eliminate homepage slides from all websites, right? And so I was like going around trying to rally up the troops. Like, hey, what do you think of homepage slides? And I'd try and convince them, ah, no one looks at them, no one clicks on them, get rid of it. We want buttons, we don't need homepage slides. They don't translate on mobile anyway, and I was getting support, getting support. All the EMs and GMs were on board, and then one GM was like, I need my slides. And then we like redesigned the whole site so we could have these giant slides on the front of it. And I was on this one-man quest to get rid of homepage slides. Give us just a general well, – give me your general thoughts in general on homepage slides.
2: Yeah, I think what's challenging that in, in some instances, Matt, that you know, the manufacturer is pushing down these uh, sort of slides, these, yes. this content – So that's probably one of the biggest challenges we see even if we're working with a dealership who kind of recognizes the value of clear and concise calls to action kind of quickly getting people deeper into the site by way of those ctas um, you know the manufacturer and those instances is still pushing down that slide content so we feel like in many instances we still actually need to have those slides i think for us we're just kind of focusing on the number of slides that are there so we want to ensure that when and where possible, we really don't have a, a really cluttered slideshow. If there needs to be some specific slides there to support a particular monthly promotion or event for the manufacturer or a specific specific program, that's fine. It's just kind of reducing the number of slides that are part of that slideshow.
0: Do you think there's anything – by the way, I'm talking with uh, Ben Kohler and Justin Braun, the co-founders of Dynamic Beacon. Uh, do you? Is there anything in particular you think that dealers tend to like Overthink in the uh, in the process of changing websites.
2: Um, I'm just kind of thinking here out loud. So you're saying in the process of choosing a new provider, Matt, they might be overthinking something. Is that right?
0: <laughs> yeah, or even in design. You know, like are they like getting hyper focused on something that in your back of your head you're like, dude, listen, this it, it's important, but you know we need to worry about A, B, C, D before we worry about you know L.
2: Yeah, I think, it, you know, in, in many cases for us when we're designing, working with clients, prospective clients, there, there sometimes te- seems to be too much of a focus just on the sales department and um, and not enough focus on fixed operations and really treating yeah. that like the backbone of the dealership and not just the back end. So, you know, we know with new car gross profit, you know, it's, it's pretty gross, right? And it, it's continuing to shrink. So there's a rising reliance on fixed ops. I would say that when... Um, when homepage designs are considered that's something that's gets overlooked and there's there's oftentimes too much focus on on sales.
0: You know, that's a good point too. You, you would cuz you look at it, you know, you're putting together the 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 website and then you come to a point where you're like, "Oh yeah, we should stick the schedule service button on here somewhere." It's like that should almost be the first thing you think of cuz that's because of the profit that's coming in from that side of it.
2: Yeah, I mean, you're right that 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 sort of service opportunity, inviting people to engage right with service coupons, quickly scheduling service, it's oftentimes overlooked. Uh, also, in addition, you know, we oftentimes see that dealers are kind of overlooking that service value proposition, even yeah. creating that and promoting that as well on the homepage as an inviting place to get people to engage with fixed ops.
0: What about specials pages? Sometimes the specials pages on some platforms are pretty uh, limited. I don't want to name out any platforms, but let's think of one that rhymes with CDK. Or, oh, wait. <laughs> uh, oh, no, shoot. Oh, man. Anyway, um, you know, sometimes the platform uh, of the specials. Specials page can be pretty limiting what is the importance of a dealer being able to customize that or I've used you guys before to customize design my specials page some of my stores and they are I've always been very good looking very responsive uh very good conversions what's the importance of dealers thinking about that and should they consider that when trying to decide which platform to go with
1: yeah, I think I think they absolutely need to. I mean, I think they need to look no further too than, um, say, the web performance metrics, say, within Google Analytics or what's their native then within that web platform. But, you know, if they do that, they're going to very quickly and easily see that um, the specials pages, whether it's new vehicle specials, used vehicle specials, those are some of the most frequently visited pages on the website next to inventory. As you look at traffic, it's going to be then those specials pages. So you need to make sure, again, they're rendering, uh, properly desktop, tablet, tablet, as well as, uh, a, a, a smartphone. So, and specifically then on mobile, again, having that yeah. mobile first mentality. And you're right. In a lot of in, instances, those kind of native specials builders, uh, really aren't all that optimized for mobile uh, and that's maybe being kind in terms of, of stating it in that way <laughs> so really ensuring then that that sort of specials builder and what is there renders exceptionally well on mobile all devices and also just a, again the kind of user interface that's there um, enables that um, individual that web visitor that car shopper to quickly then uh, request more information or maybe Um, you know, other calls to action that were then applying for a trade or or a credit application, whatever it might be, having multiple calls calls to action to move them from that specials page to in some way, shape or form contacting the dealership.
0: Now, besides being the co-founders of Dynamic Beacon, Ben Kohler is also the CRM manager at Acton Toyota of Littleton and Justin is the director of marketing and e-commerce at Acton Toyota of Littleton. How did you guys... Uh, first of all, so does, do you guys use your your like Acton Toyota as your guinea pig, <laughs> that, since it's also your store?
2: Yeah, I mean, typically with with most products that we're looking at, and, and also the the sort of code that we develop that dynamic beacon, landing page content, homepage, et cetera, is all is typically all tested at Acton Toyota first. Sort of our. Our petri dish, if you will, before we roll it out to our dealer network.
0: Now, listen, I, I've had great success working with you guys before. We've had a good relationship. Uh, you guys do uh, very good work. But before I let you go, uh, why don't you give a little plug for uh, Dynamic Beacon?
2: Yeah, sure. So I would say that uh, you know Dynamic Beacon is extremely unique, and that we're a true dealer-to-dealer digital marketing agency. So Dynamic Beacon was born out of Acton Toyota of Littleton in 2012. Ben and I still have kind of one foot in the dealership, so we really are that trusted peer, and we're able to offer advice unlike any other agency that we're aware of in our space.
0: Well, listen, guys, I appreciate you uh, joining me. Good to talk to you as always, and thanks for the conversation and your insight. We have uh, good weather up here right now in uh, New England. I'm in Connecticut, and uh, the weather is uh, pretty good at the time of when I'm recording this podcast, but one thing that's been bothering me about... Uh this time of year is people who are already complaining about it being too hot. Like I have a buddy who was uh talking to me on Marco Polo. Have you ever heard of the Marco Polo app? Check it out. It's pretty cool. And he was uh Marco Poloing me or Poloing me as I call it. And He was complaining about the heat. Oh, it's too humid. It's too hot. And I'm like, dude, you complained about it being too cold three months ago. You can't complain about it being cold and then complain about it being hot. You have to pick a season and go with it. And that's the season you can complain about. You can't complain about both. Otherwise, you hate where you live. Then just move somewhere where it's the climate you like year-round. You have to pick one. Are you too cold? Okay, fine. Complain about it in the winter. But in the summertime, be hot. Oh, what's that? You're too hot? Fine. Complain about it. But in the summertime, be happy you're cold. You cannot complain about both. I would rather be cold than hot because sweating is gross, right? So I'd rather be cold than hot. Once you're hot, you're hot. You can't do anything about it. But if you're cold, you can bundle up. You see? That's a little bit of wisdom. That falls under the mostly aspect. Nothing to do with automotive marketing, but something I wanted to get off my chest. So there you go. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Mostly Automotive Marketing with Matt Wilson. We'll see you next time, two weeks-ish. Mostly Automotive Marketing with Matt Wilson is brought to you by... Wait, this guy has sponsors? Oh, never
2: mind. This sheet of paper's blank. No sponsors. That makes more sense. For updates, info, future episodes and more, follow on Twitter, subscribe on
0: YouTube, like on Facebook and connect on Frackle. You guys made that last one up. That's not even a thing, Frackle. Come on.